playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. What's poppin' my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino. What is poppin' my people? I hope everybody's doing great on this quarantine day, this quarantine week, this quarantine month. You know, 2020 is already starting off to be so, 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 so crazy, you know. So, before I start off, anything, you know, is... The Radical Latino, everybody's favorite Haitian, everybody's worst Dominican, <laughs> you know, for the second week running, you know, um, couple of, couple of things I want to start off by saying is if you want to support your boy, go to my website, theradicallatino.com and donate cash app, dollar sign, Radical Latino. You can support your boy, but if you can't support me monetarily, it's totally fine. Just go to YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, thumbs up, share the video. Or if this is on the podcast and any podcast app, at least rate it. You know, give a, give me five stars, you know, like get, leave a leave a review and all that, you know, and I'll definitely, you know, shout you out, see it and all that. You know what I'm saying? So um, with that being said, how is everybody doing? My God, I know I'm a little late with the podcast and, and I had things that I had to take care of. You know, you guys are probably saying, what things you guys have to take care of when you're in quarantine? A lot, okay? I got to take care of a lot. A lot of things I got to take care of, you know what I'm saying? But um, I, got, I got a couple of things, you know, that I had to take care of and stuff. But I hope everybody's, you know, doing great. You know, you're staying safe. You're not getting infected out here stay home do not go outside i know everybody's going to stir crazy and stuff if you have to go outside at least wear a mask and gloves you know what i'm saying come on at least wear a mask and gloves when you're going outside and you're dealing with you know the everyday public you feel me now i want to give a couple of updates first right a couple of updates um a couple of days ago um i had a debate with one of my haters basically I had a debate with this dude named uh, Rican Dalfia, right? So he made a couple of videos about me saying that I'm not pro Latino or whatever the, the stupid ass case is. Come to a surprise that this dude is a follower of the biggest races of them all, Antonio Batista. Oh my God, that's not a stretch of the imagination, but it's a, you know, but guess what? now i kind of understand why he hates me so much so he made a few videos about me me and him had a back and forth i always you know mentioned him but never mentioned his name you know just i always talk circles around them but he was brave enough to say yo fuck it let's debate this and this and this and all that other stuff he really wanted to fight and i always told people listen i'm not gonna fight a fuckface widow that i don't know from a hole in the wall the only person I'ma ever scrap with is Antonio Batista. That's the only person I've ever, ever, ever scrap with. And that's gonna happen on my terms. You know what I'm saying? I might catch him slipping, you know, out of nowhere. I don't know. But that's gonna happen on my terms. Now, the thing about that is, is that if I even decided to 
scrap with this little fuckface nobody weirdo. You know, that means any other person with a fucking cell phone and a YouTube account, they're just gonna be calling me out and I'm gonna I'm a be going outside just fighting anybody that wants to call me out. What the fuck is that? No. Bro, I got a business to run. I got other shit on, on, on the table. I don't got none of that. Sh I don't got time for that shit. You know what I'm saying? The only person I'm gonna ever scrap with is Antonio Batista, and that's on my terms. You know what I'm saying? That's on my terms. So it is what it is. But me and him had a debate on the Andrew on Twenty Six One Hundred One show. You know, shout out to Andrew, and it turned out great. You know, Andrew was the moderator. He was giving some back and forth but it turned out great everybody enjoyed it i put a little trailer on before or whatever the case is everybody enjoyed it and stuff and um i basically mopped the floor with this dude as all the debates that you guys see that you guys have seen in the past with my other debates with dominican renaissance dd you know and all these other little widows you guys see that i've you know held my own and i've basically destroyed these people verbally and i use my wits you know i use my wits and common sense you know what i'm saying common sense why because whenever the the whole point of white supremacy is for deception you know you have to be um deceptive in order to uh win your uh, over your opponent you have to be deceptive you have to you know be be you don't have to play fair so they're gonna start saying little you know half truths and mix you in with a bunch of bs you know what i'm saying so that's one thing that i you know i have to you have to be quick about this shit. you know what i'm saying you have to be quick and get them automatically now with that being said is um for everybody that's not listening or have me subscribed on youtube on my podcast who hasn't done so go to my youtube and listen to it because it's right there you know what i'm saying it's my last you know my last debate whatever the case is it's right there now i am going to upload this that debate i'm sorry i'm going to upload that debate on my um, podcast platform in two days so today's monday i'm going to upload it on wednesday and have that there for you guys to enjoy and binge or whatever. Um, am I gonna? I might title a little episode. I don't know, but I'll. Uh, I might title a little episode. You know, just give it some. You know, some push or whatever the case is. But there you guys go. You guys are gonna have two episodes this week. So, you know, shout out to ya. You know, and a second thing. Um, a second update is um, a person that I was having some. You know some issues with um somebody that i call a saggy moon she uh you know she got in her feelings because i made a video about her and her suspected racism you know a lot of people are telling me do you think that saggy moons are racist do you think um that she holds some internal racism and stuff well that's the reason why i titled it you know suspected racist um i'm not saying that she isn't i'm not saying that she is I'm le letting you decide what I found, you know, and I kind of, you know, lean towards her being, you know, a little, you know, a little you know, racist, but again, I need more information, but for what I found, I have to conclude that because she goes out of her way to big up and, um, give shout outs to these anti-black channels and all this other stuff. So it's a little suspect, you know, you can't say that 
you're um, not a racist, but yet your actions don't, you know, they, your actions don't speak that, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't really make any type of sense, but anyway, so she's took the video down and due to privacy concerns, blah, 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 and all this other stuff, which is complete BS because I literally didn't put no personal information on that whole video. Not one, 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 one bit, not one bit, not whatsoever. I didn't put nothing personal on that video, but yet she felt entitled to report it and have a privacy um, complaint. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's totally fine. So the video got taken down and I re-uploaded it and I gave a proposition. I'm saying, listen, if she targets this thing again, I'm going to give it to all my subscribers so they could upload it on their channel. And mind you, I have a lot. So imagine you waking up one day and you have 30 or 40 videos of the same video all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So let's keep it real. Like stop. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so that that's one thing. Now with those little BS updates out the way, um, let's start talking about, um, like some of the comments on my last video. So I'm on the last episode. I'm sorry on the last episode. Um, I usually, I'm going to start reading comments off of the, um, off of my last episode, not on YouTube, not comments off of just my YouTube videos and stuff that are random there. No, I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be reading comments off my last episodes on YouTube, you know? So if you want me to read your comment and you want me to give you a shout out or whatever the case is, leave a comment on YouTube and I'll read it and I'll, you know, talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So my last episode was episode 79 anti-blackness in the black community. And I was interviewing truth teacher. Everybody liked that episode, you know, on YouTube. It got, it has right now as I'm, you know, uh, recording has 313 views, but on the podcast, it has over a thousand view, uh, over a thousand downloads and streams put together. So, you know, shout out to you guys, you know, um, so this dude says, um, Yandi says, my sister loves you. Please show your face, please. He's begging right now. <laughs> please show your face, please. I'll show my face whenever I'm ready to show my face. I'm not saying I'm not going to show my face ever. I am going to do it, but not now. But if you guys want me to show my face, you better pay up my, uh, my day rate. You know, my day rate is uh, $5,000. So give me $5,000 and I'll, I'll definitely, um, I'll definitely show my face. Um, this, the classy, the classy black man says, so this point is what beat Taino mixed LOL. So I think that he was referring to, um, it was referring to that. Uh, truth teacher said that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he doesn't classify himself as black. He classifies himself as African descent. And because black is a subset of a white supremacy, you know, identifier, and he doesn't want to go by it, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't agree. A lot of people do agree. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. So Viva Extina says, respect a truth teacher for stating that black women and the light skinned women our sisters slash families. We are all extensions of a bigger family. No need for the division based on skin tone, which is true, 
which is true. Um, I totally agree with that. You have some channels out here, some people out here that want to cause division. There's other people that want unity, you know, and unfortunately, there's our channels out here who talking about they're motivating light skinned people. But for some, but if you really peel back the layers like an onion, uh, you'll see that light skinned people are not being motivated whatsoever. They're being taught to hate darker skinned people and, and vice versa. I've seen some channels with darker skinned people talking about hating light skinned people. They're not black and so which is stupid. This is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. You know what I'm saying? It's more, more the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. Um, also, Viva Xtina said, uh, "Truth teacher, damn, almost two hours. Let me get comfortable." Yeah, that that interview was pretty long. That interview was very, very, very long. Um, I was, you know, I was surprised that I even, you know, went that far. But me and me and him were having a good conversation, a good back and forth. He, Truth Teacher, I have a lot of respect for Truth Teacher. He is very knowledgeable in history, you know, hence the word, the, the name, teacher, <laughs> no. But he's very knowledgeable in history. He's very knowledgeable in in certain aspects of the diaspora. He's very knowledgeable on, you know, human science and certain, certain um, parts of what happened in during history. So he was a very good talk. You know, a very, very great talk. You know what I'm saying? He brought in insights on things that I wasn't aware of. So shout out to Truth Teacher. You know, I have a bit major, major, major respect for him. And he, for some, he's 53 years old. The, the man doesn't even look, you know, damn near, you know, 40. You know what I'm saying? He looks like in his late 30s, like 37, 30s, 50. Shout out to him, man. Uh, Mayor Sasua says... Sup, yo, we need to show promoting a free DR trip. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Shout out to Mayor Susu, man. He's a he's a homie. Um he's a homie. Now there's a lot of other um there was another one set from Lee. Lee said this is a very good interview as a Jamaican myself who comes from a family of Rastas. You know, colorism is highly um perceived in Jamaica, hence why skin bleaching is so um, perceived being a dark-skinned man myself I had to learn how to love myself by quoting positive affirmations in the mirror every morning you know and see this is this is the thing that we as a as a people with light skin or dark skin we have to learn to love ourselves regardless white supremacy what truth teacher has said is a monster white supremacy like truth teacher has said is a cancer of the mind and that's completely true that's a hundred percent true so you have you know white supremacy made sure that they confused us white supremacy made sure that they put us down white supremacy made sure that everything black about you was wrong evil and disgusting where you come from is wrong evil and disgusting and everything about you and the things that you know about you is wrong evil and disgusting but when you go outside that white supremacy structure and start learning for self and you start breaking away those chains and peeling back the layers like an onion peeling back the layers you'll get to the core of the truth and you start saying that wait a minute everything that i was taught everything that i was 
um, given every information that I was presented to was wrong. Everything, the, the inklings of truth that they gave me was, you know, measured around with a bunch of bullshit put onto it. So this is what I am saying. We have to look at the truth. Everything that I say, don't take for face value. Everything that I say, you have to question, question me. What do you mean by that? Show me proof, everything, everything that I say, look up for yourselves and then come up with your own conclusions. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what I tell everybody. That's what I tell everybody. I even do it myself. You know what I'm saying? I even do it myself. So shout out to truth teacher that, you know, that was uh, the last episode. Um, again, uh, if you guys want your comments read, comment on YouTube, my YouTube channel on this episode, and I'll read it on the next episode. You know what I'm saying? Now I want to give you guys now let's talk about the coronavirus coronavirus <laughs> let's talk about coronavirus now there's a conspiracy theory there is a conspiracy theory out there that is saying that coronavirus is being caused by 5g towers what please my people i'm not trying to put the tin foil sombrero on I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to do that. But are you guys fucking stupid? Are you serious that coronavirus is be is being caused by 5G networks? Now, this is the conspiracy, right? That 5G towers are are being placed all around us, right? And the reason why we're in quarantine is because they don't want to see these towers go up. And when these towers are going up, it's radiating us with radiation poisoning and the reason why most of us is getting sick is because we're getting a higher dose of radiation are you dumb last time i checked radiation poisoning isn't contagious you know what i'm saying radiation poisoning isn't contagious now let's break this uh this bullshit down because the first time i heard it i said what the fuck now there is some truth to 5g bands there is some truth to 5g bands being dangerous there is some truth now we have to understand something that um this is back in i'ma say jesus christ a couple of years ago 2016 i i'm a i'ma just guess 2016 i think was it the first football game that was televised with fiber optic 5g cables by verizon when they did those uh, initial tests they were already testing out, you know, the 5G capabilities, right? But that was the first time they did the 5G um, televised with, you know, Verizon with the football game. And everything went out great. Everything was fast and all this other stuff. But they were just testing those things out to see the kinks and the quirks and everything. Something we have to understand, people. When they first started testing 5G, some, some things were going wrong. The same thing how some spec some not all but some spectators in that football game some some people that went to that football game even started to um say i was feeling you know ill my brain was hurting you know i was feeling kind of kind of sick but mind you this was in 2016 uh, maybe 2015 i'm i'm just guessing at this point but um this is what i remember reading um it's because 
at that time, they didn't know the right frequency for these 5G bands. Okay, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to put my tin foil sombrero on, but I'm just saying. They didn't know the frequency of these 5G bands and how powerful they can be and how powerful they should shoot. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they're trying to do with, that's how they did it with LTE. LTE is basically like 5G light. Let's keep it real. It's 5G light. That's all. But they didn't know how far it can go. When they were first testing these 5G bands, the local birds and the people around the area, one, the local birds started to die. And the people around the area started to become disoriented. They started to throw up and, you know, feel some type of way. They started to feel sick, but they didn't they didn't have respiratory issues. That's not the that's not the case for 5G. Let's keep it real. But they start to have uh, they they start to feel sick. That's something that did happen because the 5G bands frequencies were very very powerful and strong. Now, in order not to do that, they had to dial it down so dramatically that when you're right next to a 5G tower, if a wall is right between you, those bands will not go through. That's how much they dialed it down. Now, the way 5G works in the metropolitan area, you have to have a lot of 5G towers in close proximity to each other in order to work because they are not powerful enough because they dialed it down. They're not powerful enough to go through walls or windows or whatever the case is. You know, they're trying to fix that around. So how they're trying to fix that around is having a powerful modem chip in our phone in order to pick up those weak signals and turn them stronger. That's how they're trying to work around it. In the metropolitan area, now in rural areas, in rural areas, 5G bands are more spread out. They're not as powerful, but they're more spread out and they amp up the 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 facility where basically they're being shoot out everywhere else so you can have a longer reach. But the same problem still occur if a tree is blocking the 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 band, the tower, it won't go through. You know, stuff like that is still there's still issues with that, you know? In the United States, the, the 5G towers are not as ubiquitous as it is. There's some places around, you know, but it's not as much as it is. You know what I'm saying? It's not as much as it is. And if you really, let's look at Wuhan, China, where this coronavirus started due to the 5G towers. Let's really look at that for one second. Just for one second. In Wuhan, they started to have 5G towers at the end of 2018. You mean to tell me for a whole year, everybody was feeling fine and now 2020, we have a virus? Stop it. Stop it. Let's stop. Let's stop. See how this whole conspiracy is starting to lose its footing? There's no ground of basis of truth to this. This is all bullshit. Let's go to Iran and Iraq. They have no 5G towers. And how come they're getting sick also? They're getting sick as well. There's no 5G towers out there. They're getting sick. In the middle of America, there's no 5G towers there either. And they're getting sick. A lot of people would say, well, radiation poison. Radiation poisoning isn't contagious. Unless you get have the clothes or, or the material of the radiation next to you, 
and you start rubbing on yourself, that's probably that's when you get it, but that's not the case. Radiation poisoning isn't contagious. So for the people that are sending me this bullshit, please stop. Please cut it out. Okay. Just cut it out. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. It's completely dumb. It has no basis of truth to it. I don't want to hear the same white man talking about, well, in 1700s when China made peanut butter jelly sandwiches, um, that was a great breakthrough in technology. And that's when they, they started getting swine flu. Stop. I don't care. Stop that shit. All right. Stop that shit. But Rad, what about? No, stop. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay. All of this sounds dumb. All right. All of this sounds dumb. But Rad, the government lies to us. You say it yourself all the time. No, stop it. No, not, we're not doing that right now. We are not doing that right now. I know the government lies to us and they, they're talking about, you know, they're doing what they're doing. I get it. I get it. But no, we're not, we're not, we're not going to No, we're not doing that. Let's, let's chill out. Let's chill the fuck out. Right now, moving on to my next, you know, let's stay in the topic of coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Um, my next topic, um, there was a video about this dude refusing to take a vaccine for the coronavirus. And mind you, he was coughing up a storm and everything like that. And the thing is, I was commending that brother. I was like, yo, shout out to him. You know, he doesn't want to take the goddamn vaccine for whatever reason. You know, in my mind, I was like, wait, wasn't, uh, isn't the vaccine not supposed to, you know, be available for like the next year or something, but whatever. There was going to give him a shot. He was saying no. He was like, no, get the fuck out of here. No, no, no. You know what I mean? So with that being said, um, and people were like saying, you know, look what they're trying to do and all this stuff. Like I understand now this is the stuff that I have an issue with. Um, my black people listen to, listen to me for one second. I understand that you guys have been disenfranchised. I understand that you guys have been targeted, shitted on and all that other stuff, right? I understand that. But when you get into a situation like that, when you get into a situation like that, stop being irate, please stop being irate and stop, stop saying a bunch of random shit that makes no goddamn sense. This dude was going like the revolution will be televised. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, how come I don't got my 40 acres in the mule? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Just be calm, cool, collective. I know you're going through a situation. Just be calm, cool, collective and be like, no, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. That's it. That's it. A bunch of other crazy shit that has nothing to do with the situation at hand. Just be like, listen, I don't want that because of this and this and this and this. That's it. Just be calm, cool and collected. You know what I'm saying? But I understand that. Um, when a group of people have never gotten a win, never gotten a W, constant L's and L's and L's and L's. I understand a win is really hard for, for you guys to actually, you know, grasp and be like, oh shit, this is actually an actual win. I get it. I get it. But please let's stick to the point. I understand the whole emotional thing. Just to put that to, you know, throw that shit to the side and stick 
to the point. You know what I'm saying? Let's just stick to the point. Now, something very interesting I saw in that video also, a bunch of all white people, right? They had that one token black dude speak to him like, what the fuck was that? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is that supposed to achieve? What is that supposed to do? You, you feel me? All uh, white dudes and they, they like getting him like, hey, you speak Negro. Go speak to him. You speak Negro. Like, dude, what the fuck? Are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you serious? But all I'm saying is my, my black people, please. If when you find yourself in any type of situation where you're getting a win, just chill out and just get that W. Stop being irate with random thoughts, random sayings. I get it. I understand. We've all been shitting on. I get it. I get it. Just don't fund a fumble with the ball. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Don't don't start. Don't, just relax and take your W. Relax and take your W and just be like, no, I'm not doing that. No, because of this and this and this. That's it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that's all I'm saying now moving on to my next topic which is Tiger King you know what I'm saying now I have not been so entertained on hillbilly white folks since God knows I don't I don't even know since I don't know Jerry Springer or some shit my god these fucking people are off the chain you got white folks young as hell around their 20s missing teeth gay ass tattoos and all that everybody has a disability one is missing an arm another one is missing legs that smoking next to gas canisters and all of this shit is because exotic animals are around the around the picture now this is something that i've noticed right this is something that I've noticed, which was really interesting. So the documentary is basically taking place on, it's basically just showing, shedding the light on the exotic animal industry. You have one person who became famous for being just like, you know, outrageously crazy. You know, another person that is, you know, that has their own sanctuary, but you know, he runs it a certain different way, like a cult. And there's another like, human like you know animal rights activists who pretty much does the same exact thing that she's blaming everybody else for doing but she's saying that she's doing it in a more humane way which makes no sense if you're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing you know what i mean but she but she's more politically co uh, connected you know i don't know but anyway that whole shit just starts showing you different sides of everybody right and it's just it just glues you in and then you find out the main dude the joe exotic guy um he's actually gay and he has two husbands you know um one with fucking meth bugged out meth dude with missing teeth and shit and some other young kid that just ran i think ran away or something like that and just got with him and now he's lit you know what i'm saying like crazy shit and then you find out that um, Joe Exotic is like selling um, animals for breeding and all this other stuff. And mind you, all of this shit is a crime, by the way. Everything that they're showing you is a crime, by the way. Like they can't uh, sell exotic animals. 
that's against the law a certain things that they're doing it's against the law but yet they do it they're showing this on camera and all this other stuff they're fucking people off of business deals they're putting hits on each other and stuff and that and that lady that animal rights lady she ended up fucking she suspected suspected of killing her husband and feeding her to a feeding him to a tiger she's suspected of that she's never been proven but she's suspected of that and one other dude with some long hair ponytail some other guy is just um has a whole sanctuary and for some reason he only um brings in women and they end up sleeping and marrying him with him it's like a cult that you can't leave like what the fuck wait a minute what the hell and this this show this 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 show right here because it's like seven episodes this show is a perfect example of white supremacy if you guys really study it if you guys really study it's a perfect example of white supremacy because it show it it, it blows a hole it blows a hole in that whole poor white people bullshit you know it, bl it blows a big hole in that poor white people bullshit this is the reason why because when these poor white people are out here doing God knows whatever, you know what I'm saying? Doing whatever the fuck. And for, they always have access to money for some reason. They always have access to money. And it's kind of interesting. Like, wait a minute. You guys are, are, are bugged out with missing teeth and headlights. But you, for some reason, you always have access to money. You know, and some of them are millionaires and all this other crazy bullshit. It blows a hole in that poor white people thing because you can see the system of white supremacy is protecting them. You know what I'm saying? The system of white supremacy is protecting them. So then you you go on and you're like, wait a minute. So this Joe Exotic guy is clearly doing online threats, real life threats of this animal rights lady. And he's making dolls of her and shooting her and blowing her up and all this other craziness and shit. And nothing's happening to him whatsoever and, until like later on, years years down the road when he really wanted to like kill her and pay somebody. But the thing is, well, we can't get him in jail for, for, for nothing. We have to have him have a transaction with somebody to get to... to for, for him to pay for a murder that we have to get the transaction first and I'm like boy you guys are really going all out to to catch somebody in the act but when it comes to us we could just joke about killing somebody and we're automatically getting detained we could just joke about having you know I'm like sh like they're like shit you know I wish Trump is you know blah 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 and they're already knocking down your door you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit kind of doesn't add up. It kind of doesn't make sense. It kind of shows, like, yo, they're kind of protecting. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of protecting white folks. Like, they gotta, they gotta go through a lot. You know what I mean? So, that's that's one thing, right? And the other thing is that, you know, this uh, this lady, this uh, you know, the animal rights lady, she, you know, she like she suspected allegedly that she killed her husband took her mil took his millions after five years you know of going missing and she got the death or whatever and took all his money 
and she suspected of that and fed him to a tiger and the thing is that he's was he was missing he went missing they don't know what the hell happened they you know they're still trying to investigate and all this other crazy he had uh, planes and all that and then he they they're suspecting him of having a plane with mind you that he's uh flying a plane with no license but they don't care they they're white they could do whatever they want and you know and they're suspecting oh maybe you know she she killed her husband and fed him to a tiger because of x y and z and and statements that he uh, that she made that he recorded and put in the affidavit say if i die is because she killed me mind you no no jail time for her oh well ah we we just don't know Shit, she's she got the complexion for the protection. Ah, we just don't fucking know. How can we? How can we find out? You know what? What she has done? Oh my God! Fed her to a tiger for real? Listen, listen. If it was one of us, okay, and we're just suspected of anything. We're good. Listen, it'll be the first 48. For us, it'll be the first 48. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. These white folks could do anything and get away with it. If it was us, it'll be the first 48. But, Rod, do show us some examples of that. You make no sense. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I will show some examples. The big famous Central Park Five case. They were suspected without any proof, suspected of murdering and raping that jogging woman. That jogging woman. Suspected. And they all five of them went to jail. They didn't do listen. If you guys even saw that whole documentary that Ava DuVernay put out, everything was pointing that they didn't even do the shit. They were in the, they were in their, in a room plotting, saying that, well, maybe they weren't there. They're saying they weren't there. Maybe they were over there. Let's just say that they were over there. You know, basically pulling strings out of nowhere, trying to make it connect. But when it comes to them, oh shit, he disappeared. God damn. What am I going to, what can we do? I, I don't know. Let's go down to Columbia. Maybe because he had a little mistress over there. Let's talk to her. Maybe. We, our hands are tied, guys. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And she's calm, cool, collected. No, no, I didn't do shit. No, he just, he just disappeared. That's all it was. He was here one day. The next day, he, poof, gone. That's all. Maybe he took one of his planes. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Come on, and you know that these cops really don't give a shit about putting a white woman in jail because they found one of the the dude the the guy. They found his car in the airport, abandoned, with the keys inside and all that other crazy shit. Took the car that they found abandoned back to the shorty's uh, place where she lives. Back to shorty, left it there for a couple of days, and then came back and said, "Yeah, we gotta investigate. We gotta look for fingerprints." What? 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 We don't have that luxury, people. We don't have that goddamn luxury. 
This all this shit is a fucking joke. White people could literally get away with murder. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. What happened in California to that white kid that was rolling around with the Crips who was living in the lap of luxury? What happened to that? He was part of a murder. A fucking murder. He was a getaway driver and for some reason, no jail time for him. Everybody up in that vehicle got jail time though. They can do things we can't. And this is a perfect example of the Dred Scott decision. And for those who don't know what the Dred Scott decision is, basically it says no black man um, is able to do what a um, white male um, can do or whatever the case is. Basically, white man's laws don't, don't apply to us. You know what I'm saying? Those laws don't apply to us and our laws don't apply to them. That's basically what it said. That's basically, this is proving it. This right here is proving it. You feel me? This right here is proving it. But that's what the whole Tiger King, I'm telling you, this shit is, that this shit is so riveting. Like, it's like, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? You're like, what the, like poor white, listen, poor white people who always have access to money. That's that white supremacy, white privilege shit, you know? The complexion for the protection for the collection. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Paul Mooney. Now, anyway, I want to go to my main, main, main topic. I know everybody's so interesting of what I might say. Now, this title of this episode is called White Friendships Come With Rules. Why, why do I say white friendship comes with rules? Why do I say that? Because uh, obviously it's true, but you have to understand in the system of white supremacy, we are always in the racial hierarchy, even in relationships. There's always a power structure, no matter what. There's always a power structure. Even if you're dating a white woman, right? And in some circles, unfortunately, in some circles, that power structure says that Women are supposed to be under a man, you know, but I'm telling you right now, when that white woman gets out of that bed, she's going to be protected by the system of white supremacy. None of what she does or says is going to be undermined by having sex with you. You know what I'm saying? So you think you're the king of your household, but in reality, shorty could be like, yo, he raped me. And them real white people will come. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's keep it real. So, white friendship comes with rules. Now, I'm going to say a personal story. I'm actually going to say two personal stories. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that to the end. I'll say the two personal stories to, towards the end. But um, the first one is racism isn't something to discuss. Now, when when we are non-white people and we have a, a white friend, we're going to have either two things. We are going to discuss our racism that we experience every day or we're not. And those white people will let you know. They will let you know. They would either say one, really, really that happened? Listen. Listen, 
that's insane. I've never experienced that. You know, that's automatically undermining you, but whatever. Or you're gonna have another reaction by saying, stop it now. We're in 2020. Stop that buffoonery, okay? You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have either of those two reactions. So you have to expect that racism isn't something to discuss with them. All right? For those who want white friendship and all that, right? Number two, all of your challenges will get questioned. Basically, everything that you come across due to a system of white supremacy, the fact that you can't get a job, or if you do get a job, you're going to get a tokenized job, or you're going to get a very subhuman type job like a janitor security guard you know one of those like help jobs like yeah yeah he's the help you know it's whatever he could be ignored you know what i'm saying back in the day was the elevator man the shoe shine and stuff so those challenges will always get questioned so if you go to a bank and you feel like you were racially discriminated against because they're asking you too many questions on why you want to take out eight hundred dollars from your bank account What's it going for? Why are you taking this out? Who who are you paying? Is this your, can we see two forms of ID? And you're giving them five forms of ID and they're still questioning you. Well, your signature kind of doesn't match, sir. You know? So, and when you talk to your white friend, well, did you really experience that? Maybe it's something else. Let's explore this, you know? they will always question they won't believe you because they're they're living in the system and benefiting from the system of white supremacy something it's a hard pill to swallow but something we have to accept we have to accept number three testing out racism on you now you know you have a full-blown white supremacist when they start saying little racist white supremacist jokes around you when they start saying little racist white supremacist jokes either about you or about people around you or people who look like you, they test stuff out saying like, oh, of course you will like banana. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Little dumbass shit like that. Or they will say, I don't know, say it's one thing I heard was, um, were you late because you were trying to find your hair? You know, little stupid shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They will test that out and depending on how your reaction is is how they will further put on that racism depending on your reaction so if you laugh and be like yeah i was trying to you know like find my hair <laughs> it was you know on top of the refrigerator <laughs> who knew i put it up there you know or like they will be like oh okay haha <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Back on color people time, I see, you know, stupid shit like that. They will like tell you stuff like that. You know what I mean? Or if you have a reaction, like, what, what are you talking about? Find my hair. Are you saying that people who look like me don't have real hair? You know what I'm saying? That's when you like stun them. Like, okay, I can't be, I can't be joking around with Janice now. I can't be joking around with Mary. Let me chill. Let me chill. You know what I'm saying? Depends on your, your reaction again. These are rules, you know, that comes with white friendship. You know what I'm saying? Now, another one was it number four, right? Number four, 
you're the token now if you have a white friend and that's all you hang around with and that white friend has other friends that became your friends and they're all white and you're the only black person there or person or latin person there because some latin people are coons let's keep it real some latin people are coons and some black people are coons too but you're the only one there and everybody else is white and you're the only black and latin person there then guess what you're the designated token hard pill to swallow i'm sorry but it's true you are the designated token now you can test this out all of these things you could test out <laughs> you know what i'm saying all of these things you can test out by the fact that if somebody else brings up if you're latin somebody else brings up hey what about building that wall you know and she goes or he goes on the whole rant about how they should build that wall and all this other stuff and then they say i'm not racist and then pointing at you this jose or um or guadalupe is my friend i can't be racist then guess what you're the token you know i i feel like i'm doing a uh a comedy special bit right now you know you're the token when you know what i'm saying so anyway you're the token the same thing goes for black folks if somebody comes out of nowhere or the whole topic of colin kaepernick just pops up into conversation for some strange reason and then they say hell yeah they gotta stand up and salute the flag you can't be disrespecting our troops and then you, and somebody else will say, that's kind of racist. And then they'll point at you, that can't be racist. I got Tyrone here as a friend. I have Jamal here as a friend. And guess what? You are the token. I'm sorry is a bitter pill to swallow, but it's true. You're the token. That's how you test it out. You know, another rule. Every, I think it was in number five. Everything they do you can't do for example if they're talking about hey hey man let's go outside to the parking lot and smell kadoobie man and you know that the back of the parking lot in your apartment complex is a place where anybody else could park and the police regularly go by there and you guys are smoking the doobie inside of a car hot boxing chances are you will get in more trouble than he would or she would you know what i'm saying another example if you guys are thinking about hey man that's a haunted house man let's trespass and go inside and see what happens man chances are you will get in trouble way more harsher and faster than they will everything that they do you can't there's been literally examples on top of examples of white people smoking drugs and doing that shit right in front of cops they don't do shit don't believe me go to spring break go to miami florida in spring break literally every white person out there is acting a fool but for some reason when black folks do it they're the ones getting detained huh how funny is that you know what i'm saying that's another rule don't be doing everything that they do if they are in a orgy party smashing all type of women without a rubber 
and then you just smash two women and for some reason them same women come out with some AIDS and you had a condom on, they will blame you. They will blame, oh well the AIDS had to go, go out of that Negro penis and go through the condom and they'll start making crazy shit up. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll be like, hey, he raped me. And your white friend will be like, well, I don't remember him um, saying yes or no. I remember him having sex with those women. They seem like they wasn't enjoying it as much. You know what I'm saying? They'll start, they'll, everything they do, you can't. Just know that. Another one, was it number six, I think? Anyway, another rule. They don't see you as equal. That's that's another bitter pill to swallow. I'm sorry, but it's true. Another bitter pill to swallow. But your white friends do not see you as equal. Let's keep it real. They don't. Because if they do, if they do, check this out. If they do, all of these other things that you could test out, they they will all they will all pass. You know what I'm saying? If they do see you as equal. They wouldn't question the racism that you experience. They wouldn't challenge you. They wouldn't test out racism around you. You know what I'm saying? If they do see you as equal. And even if you do want to test it, just bring out the whole topic of racism out. Just bring the topic of racism. Just bring out the topic of racism and be very, 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 you know, um, you know, just calm about it. Hey, I want to talk to you about you know something that you know this whole racism thing what you what do you think yeah well this and this and this and just tell them this would you would you trade places with a black person today just tell them that just tell them that if they say no then automatically they are aware of the things that black people go through regardless if they say no or yes i do know you know what i'm saying they're aware they are fully aware you can't be dominant in a society like this without knowing your position, okay? They're fully aware. They know exactly what's going on. So that's that's one way you could test it. You know what I'm saying? They don't see you as equal. Another one, fake wokeness gets challenged when the cops or the law, it comes around. Now, you might have that white friend that talks really fast he has all these little you know uh college little words speaks in four syllables saying that he understands what black plight is and he is get he gets invited or she gets invited to all the cookouts he she or he even dates black oh shit they date black oh my god they hang around all your buddies and for some reason you've never seen them hang out with white people but when the cops come around or a lawsuit or anything based by the law that will impact your life all that shit will go out the window all of it all of fake wokeness gets challenged will get challenged when cops or the law comes around all of that shit will go out the window all of that and i'm gonna repeat that same example that white boy up in California who was hanging around with the Crips. Who was hanging around with the Crips? Doesn't get jail time. Come on, guys. Come on. This is all around us. This is all around us, okay? This is all around us. Another one. Another rule. 
all white people have the ability to benefit from white supremacy and jump in and out of the system of white supremacy. Another bitter pill to swallow, but it's true. All white people have this ability regardless if they believe it or not, or if they're conscious or subconsciously aware of it or not. Every one of them have this ability. They could jump in and out of benefiting from white supremacy. They jump in and out. Why? Give them all this test from here or just see them how they move. If the, if the cops come around, they go into the, you know, they might jump into the whole thing of white supremacy into the system. No, officer, I didn't know we were smoking a doobie. I didn't know we can, do, we can't do that. He gave it, gave it to me. And then you're like, yo, what the fuck? You came around here and telling me that you want to smoke. You'll go to jail and he, and he'll, or she will get a pass. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. That's what it is. So they all white people, regardless how woke they are, all of them have the ability to benefit or jump in and out of the system of white supremacy. All right. Another rule, white protection, protect protection. What the hell? White protection is temporary. White protection is temporary. What do I mean by that? If you're going to go out with a white friend of yours and you're going to the rural part of town where there is no subways, there is no buses and it's at a bar at a restaurant or whatever the case is where you've never been, or there's no black or Latin people around that white friend right there is your protection is your protection. Regardless if you're in the most, most times, regardless if you're in the city atmosphere or if you're not either way, that white person is your protection and that protection is temporary. Meaning once you get leave there, oh shit, you're all for the taking now. You're all for the taking now. And also, even if you do get, you know, in a jam locked up or whatever the case is, and that white person is your escape, mind you, they might just choose not to, you know what I'm saying? White protection is temporary. This comes with this friendship. I'm telling you. I'm gonna give you guys a personal story before I get to the last rule. I want to tell you guys um, a personal story. I went to a like something upstate New York, some of these little rinky dinky uh, um, uh, like fairs. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those little rinky dinky like fairs or whatever. It was, it was, it was upstate New York, somewhere around there, and. When I went there, I had to cross the bridge, like get, you know, upstate and stuff. I'm like, holy shit, this is like all rural and shit. It was like very rural. But when when I went up there, cause I got I, I, I got invited to from from someone from the city, you know, and I went up there, and me and her, we were hanging out, you know, we met up, like, hey, what's going on? And all I'm seeing is white folks, and there was some some like black folks here and there, some. But not all, but when, when we went to the fair, like that's like little shit that people will sell, like, you know, some hillbilly shit, but for some reason they will be selling, they were selling either Confederate flags, Trump flags and all this other stuff. And on some races, like real racist shit flags that says 1776. And mind you, the person I was with is black 
and I'm walking, I'm getting this eerie feeling where I'm feeling very uncomfortable. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Yo, I'm about to leave. I feel very uncomfortable. And that's when some of her friends were around. And again, one of her friends is black and the other one, it's a white girl. Guess what? I said, well, we're going to tag along with them. You know why? Because that white protection just, you know, gave us the, that whiteness just gave us that protection. She might get fucked up for hanging out with us, but temporarily right now we're getting protected by just being cool with this white girl. You know what I'm saying? And when I told my friend this, I told her, I said, well, you, um, I, I was feeling very uncomfortable. I didn't like it here, but good thing your, your white friend came and she was like, why? I was like, well, she gives us white protection. And she's like, you just used my friend for white protection. And I'm like, yes, the fuck I did. Because look where the fuck we're at. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So this goes to show that white protection will, will help you and will benefit you. But that's temporary. Depending on this white woman, if the mob comes after her, she could just be like, no, I'm not protecting these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? We're all out for ourselves now. You know, but that, that's just a little personal story. Now, the last one is uncomfortability of your true feelings. Shout out to Ava for giving me this last one, which is 100% true. What do I mean by uncomfortability of your true feelings? Meaning that you're going to have to adapt and change on how you really feel, how you really maneuvering, how you really talk to these white friends of yours. Because everything that you say to a white friend, they might not take it that way. They might not see your struggle. They might not see the, the way you feel about that certain situation. Someone of black or Latin will, you know what I'm saying? They will, they, they'll see where you're coming from. Like, yeah, yo, I feel you, da, 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 da. But someone white, mind you, all of this shit going down the list, they're going to go through all of that and be like, no, you know what I'm saying? So if you going through all of this and you find yourself that you have to feel uncomfortable about your feelings, oh, I shouldn't bring a brace. Oh, I shouldn't bring this up. I shouldn't bring this up. There's a reason why, because you already know that you have rules. You have rules with this type of friendship. And this happens everywhere that happens subconsciously and consciously. Believe it or not, believe it or not. Now I'm gonna give you guys, I already gave you guys one personal story, right? With the whole white woman protection thing. And this is the last one. I met a white boy who was, I think Irish or something like that. He used to live in Arthur Avenue in the Bronx. I don't know if he lives there now, but I met him at the gym, you know? some chubby white kid, you know, trying to lose weight and stuff. And what was it? He used to, he used to like see me, you know, pick up weights and all that. These like, you know, big numbers. He always used to give me props like, yo bro, how you, how you do that? How, how you get your chest so big and all that other stuff. And I'm like, yo, you just like, eat right. You know, gotta come here almost every day and all that. So I would give him some advice. You know, we became cool. Some like it, it went from, Hey, what's up? You know, what up? And I'ma just work out, you know, on my own to like, yo, what's up? And me, me and him would talk. So this is a time where I'm already 
on my level of wokeness, right? I'm already there. I'm on Facebook literally debating people, debating white people every other day. You know, this is after the whole Colin Kaepernick fiasco, right? So I'm debating people. I'm going to Facebook jail almost left and right, literally almost left and right. And I meet this white boy, right? And he's like, yo, yo, you cool, bro. Um, add me on Facebook, man. Add me on Facebook. I'm like, bro, listen, if I add you on Facebook, man, if I add you on Facebook, I'm letting you know right now, I'm letting you know right now, uh, you know, I'm very political. That's all I said. I'm very, yeah, I don't care, bro. Just add me. Okay, cool. Added this dude on Facebook, right? No more than two days. Something I think was it something about Cosby, the, the whole Cosby thing started to happen and all this other craziness. Right. And I go and I post, you know, on Facebook, I'm like, yo, this is how they railroad black men, white supremacy, this and this and this blah, 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 blah. He hits me up and says, Whoa, I didn't know you don't like white people. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? He goes from your post. You talked about white supremacy. I'm like, yeah, I talked about white supremacy. Are you telling me that you're a white supremacist? No, I'm not. So why are you getting offended? You know what I'm saying? Why, why, why are you getting offended? And that's another, another clue I should be putting down on the list. Another clue. If you talk about white supremacy or even say the word white supremacy around your friends and start going off. And if they get offended, look at that as a big clue. Oh, you're getting offended, but I'm not calling you a white supremacist. I'm just saying white supremacist. Are you telling me that you're a white supremacist? No, I'm not. No, of course not. So then why are you getting offended? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like calling or is like talking about something that, you know, that subconsciously they know they have, but then they get offended when you talk about that certain situation or a certain, like it's very accusatory. You know what I'm saying? So. It's like psychological or whatever. So, the, so he started, you know, he started was like, I didn't know. And I'm, and I was like, yo, bro, all white people are not white supremacists. I'm just saying we live in the system of white supremacy. And he was so offended. Oh my God. No, this is crazy. I didn't know you think like this. And I was like, it is what it is, bro. What the fuck you want me to say? Right? It took two, three more other days. And now every time he's seeing me in the gym, he's giving me the side eye like, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, 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 what's up, bro? And then just walking away and just doing his thing. And then I say, yo, yo, fucking two days of this boot. Nah, hold up. So after my cardio, I remember I was in the Stairmaster. I did 35 minutes. After my cardio, I was, I, I called him up and I was like, bro, come here, come here, come here, come here. What's, what's up with you? After me and you have our little discussion on Facebook, what's up? No, I just, you know, I just feel, I feel some type of way. I'm like, bro, come on. Let's talk. Let's talk, bro. Yo guys, I had, I literally fucked up my whole workout. I had a two hour and a half conversation with this dude in my car talking about what the fuck is white supremacy. Anyway, long story short, I ended up finding out this dude was a closeted white supremacist himself because he had little internal bullshit in his mind. You know what I'm saying? Internal bullshit in his mind. So I, I'm very quick to, to kick people off of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm very quick to, to put people in that category 
You know, oh, you got white supremacist mindset? You are goddamn white supremacist. That's it. I'm done. You feel what I'm saying? I'm very quick to do that. So with that being said, these are the rules that unfortunately we're going to have to abide by if we choose to have white friends. You know what I'm saying? If you guys agree, let me know. If you guys disagree, also let me know. All the comments on YouTube on this episode, I will read next week. So leave the comments in the description down below. Also support your boy at RadicalLatino.com at the donate page or at cash app dollar sign radical latino also if you can't support monetarily you know at least support the podcast on the podcast app by five starring it also on youtube you know subscribe thumb up and all that you know what i mean um me uh, you could guys could catch me on instagram and twitter at the same name radical underscore latino underscore you know what i'm saying i hope you guys are safe stay safe out there with the whole coronavirus and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i'm going to catch y'all later